Welcome to Responding to Life, a podcast hosted by me, Josephine Atlery. Do you ever feel like you could use some guidance when life throws you a curveball? By listening to the narratives in this podcast, you will learn from other people's experiences and responses to challenging situations so you can fast track the learning curve to get ahead in your own life. Welcome to episode four of Responding to Life, a podcast. Today, we will hear part two of my interview with Shark. If you recall from the previous episode, Shark is an amazing athlete who won countless awards and titles during his swimming career. In the midst of his road to success, he came face to face with death and went into cardiac arrest in the pool and was clinically dead for many minutes at the age of 18. Despite this considerable roadblock in his life, Shark continued on with his swimming career and, in spite of his heart condition, competed and won even more records and titles. Now, however, he is faced with yet another seemingly insurmountable obstacle in life. In October 2019, Shark was diagnosed with stage 3B lymphoma at the age of 28. When I think of a warrior, Shark easily comes to mind. So let's dive into the second half of my conversation with him to get to the heart of what it means and what it takes to attain that warrior mindset. Welcome back, Shark. Thank you for joining me on this second part of the interview. Let's just pick up where we left off. So in October 2019, you were diagnosed with stage 3 lymphoma. How did you respond to the news initially and in the next coming days and weeks? Mm. Yeah, so my initial reaction was shock, obviously, because um, my th- the thoughts in my head were like, why? Why me? Like, I've, I've been an athlete my entire life, always tried to eat healthy. I've never done drugs. You know, why me? What, cancer, why? I had no, I have nobody in my family with cancer. I, I, it's not genetics, you know, so I was just, it was a shock. And um, my wife was with me in the hospital when we found out, when they told, told me that I have cancer. So the moment the doctor, we were in this room with the doctor, he told he told us what's up. He told us that uh, I have cancer, lymphoma. Uh, initially, in that room, we just kind of took it in, didn't react in any way with any emotions or anything. And we were like, so what do we do? What's now? What, what do you think our next step? Because I didn't even have insurance at that point. And he goes, well, I recommend you go to the emergency room. You tell everything about all the symptoms that you're experiencing. And you apply for uh, medical insurance right there. And the, there is a way to apply when you have an extreme situation like this. There is a way to apply <clears throat> for insurance right there in the emergency room. So that's what. So he told us this and we walked out of this his room went to the elevator at UCLA hospital, didn't say nothing, just quiet, walked into the elevator, went down to the first floor, walked out of the building, and we just 
embraced each other and we cried. Because at that point, you know, my thoughts and what was going on in my head, I was like, we just achieved this life that we dreamed about. Like, for the first time in my life, I love my life so much and everything in my life I love so much. And I'm grateful for absolutely everything in my life and I would not change a thing. And I could not believe that I'm diagnosed with a deadly disease. And I, you know, I knew people who died from cancer. My coach at Westchester University just died from cancer three years ago. And he had two young kids and I don't even have children. And I always dreamed about having children. And it's, at that point, it's just everything. My parents, my wife, my dogs, Box and Burn, Los Angeles, you know, my friends, everything is just right in front of my eyes. And so, yeah, that was emotional. We embraced each other in the parking lot, lot and we cried. But then we were like, okay, let's let's collect ourselves because this is not going to help, you know. This is not going to do anything good for us. What do we have to do? Okay. We, uh, I called, you know, uh, Tony and Kevin and Box and Bernie. I told them what's up. Told them that I won't be at work today and probably tomorrow. And so they took care of covering my classes and everything. I canceled all my clients. We went to the, uh, I called my parents, told my parents. Obviously, they were shocked, but, you know, my parents, it's not the first time my family has to go through an extreme situation. So they collected themselves and they, they were uh, supportive in our conversation on the phone. Like, okay, do what, what needs to be done. And so, yeah, back to your question. How did I initially react? I re we reacted emotionally like this, uh, but initially, but that emotional reaction lasted for about two to three hours at most okay after that i collected our, myself and my wife was totally with me on the same page we said you know who if not me and i i just realized that i'm in the i'm in the perfect position and i hold the unique key to to show people how to deal with this stuff, you know, when that, when life throws obstacles like this at you, how do you deal with this? So I got excited. I, I got excited to show people, how do you fight cancer? And, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to share everything that I'm going through on my social media. I'm going to share it on Instagram. I'm going to create a YouTube channel any kind of value I can provide for people who are fighting cancer or whatever, any kind of deadly diseases or depression or whatever they are going through, if I can help them, I want to be that person who helps them. Even if it's just one person, great. I, I, I want to do my part here and do every, everything I can to, to give back and be helpful. And so, yes, um, we went into the emergency room. We applied for uh, for the insurance. They done all kinds of tests. They, they uh, I stayed and I was hospitalized. I, had, I stayed at the hospital overnight. Next morning, I had the biopsy done. What they took the sample of the lymph node, 
that was inflamed on my neck here. Uh, sent it to the labs. Ten days, no, uh, seven days later, the results came back and they confirmed that it's a stage 3B lymphoma. Um, and yeah, so ever since then, it was just, I was focused. I There was not a moment after that initial emotional reaction when I was down and, or I was like feeling broken or whatever. I was, I'm good. I'm still living my dream. I'm still living my best life. Yes, there are challenges, but I am facing these challenges like a champion I am. And I'm attacking them like a shark because that's who I am. You are, absolutely. There's, um, for people who don't follow you on social media, I remember seeing you doing push-ups <laughs> right before you were about to get chemo or maybe it was in the middle of it. And then you're back in the gym doing your really insane workouts it's just really inspiring to see Great. someone who's able to take such a hardship and to be able to push past it but then do it in an inspiring way for for other people thank you so much for saying this because i aspire to inspire this if if, if i can inspire somebody by by being me by doing what i do because i'm not faking it this is who i am and if I can inspire anybody by uh, living my life like the way I am living it, amazing. I'm very grateful to be in this position. So how is your uh, the cancer treatment going? It's going very well. I'm in the middle of it. I uh, um, my Again, coming back to getting excited about this journey, right? When I first met my oncologist and she told me about our treatment plan and she said, I'm going to have to uh, do chemotherapy and she said, I'm going to have to do 12 rounds uh, once every two weeks. But the reason this excited me is because 12 rounds, championship boxing fight is 12 rounds. And I was like, amazing, 12 rounds, just like a championship boxing fight. And I promised myself and everybody on social media and everybody who was aware of the situation that I would not cancer out before the 12th round. I would be in remission early. And um, that's what I did. I I currently had done, I just did my seventh round uh, three days ago. Um, but um, after four rounds, I did a, a, PET, a PET scan, PET CT body scan. And after four rounds of chemotherapy, my body was already cancer-free. So I'm in complete remission. Cancer is dead now. But, um, you know, unfortunately, I'm going to have to finish all 12 scheduled chemotherapy rounds because that's just a, a protocol. That's how, excuse me, that's the method they use for uh, treating lymphoma specifically, and this method has been used for decades and uh, has been proven to be very effective. And because the reason why I can't stop chemo earlier is basically because uh, lymphoma is a blood cancer, and although their scan showed no more cancer in my lymph nodes, in my organs, right, but... Um, there might still be cancerous blood cells circulating inside of my body, and for the for those and scans don't see blood, and so for those reasons, I'm gonna have to 
probably finish all 12 rounds. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I trust my doctor. She's a lymphoma specialist. So if she says I got to do it, I will do it. It kind of sucks because my body is taking damage from chemotherapy. I mean, I've been shaving my head, but my hair doesn't grow anymore. I, I lost my hair. I lost a whole bunch of strength in the, in, you know, I don't perform as well in the gym. My endurance sucks when I box. My I die really quick, uh, but it's all good. It is what it is. I will get through it. Uh, April 10th is my last round. So I look forward to finishing chemotherapy and taking my fitness and my life to a whole new level. Um, so in just hearing this warrior mindset of yours, I was wondering if you could share with the listeners like a few tips on what they can do every day to, to build this mindset so that they can go out and achieve whatever they envision for themselves. Yeah. I would absolutely recommend trying to get better uh, in all aspects of your life every single day. Try to use, you only have today, period. Your life is not so many years. Your life is today. This moment is all we got. And then when this moment is gone, next one comes and then that, 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 that one is gone. And then guess what? Next one might never happen. And people forget about this, you know, like look at Kobe Bryant. That was just another reminder for everybody that you can, you can be on top of the world and ho have all the success and money in the world. But regardless of who you are and how much money and success you have and, and happiness, and you might have the happiest, biggest family, next moment, the next moment is not promised right. to you or anybody. So I would recommend to listeners to remember about this. Live one day at a time and take every single day to get better in everything that they do. Eat better take care take a better care of their body work out read books take take care of your me mental right take grow uh, mentally expand your knowledge about things um, grow spiritually I would recommend um, I spiritual growth was a huge part of my warrior mindset you know getting out of depression there was a couple books that helped me get out of there and ever since then i felt that power of books and how spiritual work really takes you to that next level in life and i ever since then i don't stop i i listen to books i uh, audiobooks i read paper books i meditate daily um what I, were those books that yeah, I would point out a couple. I would point out um, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. I would point out The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I would point out um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So here are a few great examples. If you start with those books and read them and apply the knowledge that you get from those books in your life, I guarantee you, your life will change.
Those yeah. books changed my life. And if you take this seriously, there is no doubt in my mind they will change your life as well. Yeah, the Eckhart Tolle one is just so powerful. Amazing. So powerful. Just that simple message of what you've been saying of living in that present moment and that that is all that you have. Exactly. Um, and that's what I teach when I'm doing my corporate meditation sessions is just tuning in, using your breath to be here so you can really cherish every moment that's happening. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that I also like to ask, um, or will be asking, yes, is if there's a person that inspires you and why? Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I knew you were going to ask me this yeah. and, uh, um, uh, to be, I'm not, I, I don't have a prepared answer, but I knew I like to speak from my heart and, right. um, uh, what I wanted to say, how I wanted to answer this question is I can take inspiration from absolutely anybody, anybody I get in touch with, anybody I meet in my life. My wife is a huge inspiration to me. Everything that she's doing for, for me, for us as a family. And she's such a strong person and a woman. And I, I love her with all my heart and, and can't wait to have children with her and, so yeah, I just I take inspiration from my wife. I take inspiration from a whole bunch of athletes, professional athletes like Mike Tyson. Although he has made a lot of bad choices in his life, um, but there's still a lot to learn from this man. He is a he's been through a lot, and he is tr he's a truly great boxer and athlete, and he will go down in history. And he's you know there's a lot of things to be learned from him as well. Uh, <clears throat> My coworkers, I take inspiration from. I go to the gym every day. I see passionate people do what they love and put this hard work with people that they work with. And that inspires me to be better coach myself, to be better man myself. So, uh, sorry, my answer is not no, precise uh, and definitive. But, uh, yeah, I could take inspiration from absolutely anybody. It's funny that you say that because in the introduction for the first episode i did a little background as to why i chose you as my first guest and it stemmed from this um from how i feel about athletes and how i think of them as everyday role models mm -hmm. and i did mention in there how i can even go to the gym just and some random person that i see working out working on their new year's resolutions goals they inspire me because I'm watching harder, right? them and I see that drive and yes. that passion. Yes. And that, that makes, pushes me to be better. Exactly. To do better. So it's and funny. One thing that. I forgot actually just to, to mention, you inspire me as well. Like what you said about your, your sister uh, said, how do you do this? You have five children. Yes. That's amazing. Like what you do, you have life, you have all things going on with your family life, five children, working out, now you're doing the podcast, plus you do all, you know, other work. That's inspiring, you know, so, Thanks. yeah. Thanks, Shark. Yeah, but it no goes back to what you were saying about, like, I could, didn't have an answer for her because it was just deep down inside. I knew that somehow all the stuff that I went through with my husband's illness and then the battle to have kids, that it, 
had to have some greater purpose other than me just learning the lessons that mm-hmm. I took away from it and that it should go out and just even just one person. If it helps one person, great. Yeah. Then, then that's a win for, for everyone. Yes, exactly. And then the other thing I had asked you to prepare was a six-word biography, which was something I heard at a conference, and I thought, this is a great idea. Um, the one that I posted on my social media was for myself, which is um, overcoming challenges, head high, inspiring others. Great. Yeah. So can I take I will as one word? As is, sure. is it I'll? <laughs> My sixth word biography, I guess it today is, I will fight until my last breath. And I'm going to take one breath at a time, the one that I'm taking right now, and fight to live the best life that I can live. I love that. That totally embodies how you, how I see you every day. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Especially at the gym. <laughs> um, and then one thing that I do with my kids every night uh, is to do gratitudes with them because I want them to end their day, even if it was a bad day, to end it on a happy note um, and just to get them into the practice of appreciating mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So can you share with us three of your gratitudes for today? Yeah. First... I'm grateful for the breath I'm taking right now because I have it. This moment is all we have. And in this moment, I am alive and I'm breathing. And I'm very, very grateful for that because I know next moment might never come. Second thing that I'm grateful for is my family. Everybody, my family, my wife, my dogs, my parents, my close friends are my family, my coworkers. They're my family. People who I care about they're my family so i'm grateful for my family very much every single one of them and the last thing that i'm grateful for today is being a guest on your podcast because i really hope that um whoever listens to this will benefit from hearing what they heard and like i already said before if 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 me going through whatever I'm going through can help somebody in any way, that would mean a lot to me. And so I'm very grateful to be a guest on your podcast, especially first guest. That's an honor. Thank you. And um, yeah, I just hope that whoever listens to this will uh, improve their life, at least in one aspect. Amazing. Thank you for sharing those gratitudes. Um, my kids sometimes like to recycle things like, oh, it's basketball, basketball, but I have to push them. So yours were great and I don't need you to change any of them. Um, so I know we both believe in living in the present moment and that's what we practice. But I also, when I am teaching classes, sometimes ask the students to set an intention or visualize a goal for themselves. And after this treatment is all said and done in April, mm. what do you see yourself? What do you have in store for you, for Shark? Oh, don't think that all because I'm living in the present moment, I don't have goals or I don't visualize my future. I absolutely do. And like I said, I meditate daily. And in my meditations, 
I visualize the life that I want, the life, um, yeah, the life that I want to achieve, the man who I, who I strive to be. I, I want to become the best me. And yeah, after I finish my chemotherapy, I look forward to, first of all, become a, the best me. I, I, because of all of these experiences in cancer, uh, at this point, I've already become the best me. My mindset is unbreakable. Like I've never been, I've never felt this strong in my mind. This is, I'm so grateful for everything that happened. If I had a chance to change anything about cancer, about cardiac arrest or any of those things, bulimia, depression, I would not change any of those things. I'm so happy that I've gone through all of that. So after I finish the obstacle that I'm going through right now and I'll be done with chemotherapy, first of all, I look forward to achieve my best physical shape because in my mind and in my heart, I am the best I've ever been. But my like I already said, my body is taking a lot of damage, physical damage from chemotherapy. So I look forward to be, to get in the best shape I've ever been. Um, and take my life and all aspects of my life to a whole new level. My business, my everything, uh, my work, all the opportunities. I don't know what kind of opportunities will present themselves yet, but I just, there, um, I have this unbreakable belief. This belief is so strong that after I finish this chapter of my life and I'm done with my fight with cancer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live that life uh, that I always dreamed about. And I, I will, and you know, what I also learned in my meditations and in, in the spiritual practice in, in the books that I read, um, I'm not trying to predict anything, you know, I, Yes, there are certain things that I want and I try to visualize them how I want them. But at the end of the day, you have to let let it happen to you in the most unpredictable way. So I'm tot I'm not clinging to anything. I'm not I'm not trying to hold on to anything and forcefully pull it into my life. I know great things will happen. Uh I just have to live my life the way I am living it in this moment. And I know great things will happen. Amazing. Thank you so much, Shark. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for joining me today and sharing your incredible journey and your warrior mindset. Um, Thank you, you very You are much. a true inspiration. Thank you so, so much. You are as well, my friend. Thank you. And good luck on the remainder of your chemotherapy. I can't wait to get back in the ring with you come April and just, see how your life unfolds thank you um, very much josephine and then thank you to the listeners for tuning in uh if you want to try out boxing where shark is currently working he's over at box and burn in santa monica and they also have a location in brentwood they have classes and they even have kids classes and um and it's an amazing workout um i yeah. highly recommend it yes to it everyone. Is. Um, next time we'll be returning back to some of my personal stories and we'll pick up where I left off 
to hear about the ups and downs of my first attempts at IVF. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share your comments on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and to share with your friends. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Responding to Life, a podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to receive a bi-monthly newsletter with an exclusive and free video meditation, along with wellness tips and deals, please go to www.respondingtolifepodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter by entering your email address in the pop-up box. In there, you'll also learn my seven-step process on how to meditate like a pro so you can stress less and live more joyfully. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to share it with your friends and leave a rating and review on whatever podcast outlet you use. I look forward to sharing another inspirational story with you real soon.